It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Here by the podcast, the longest running and most prolific early learning podcast with the words bar and grill in the title. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico, coming to you from the suburban splendor of Pennsylvania. <laughs> We've got Carol Cole. How you doing, Carol? I'm just skippy. How are you? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm delighted and Heck, I'm delightful. Um, yes, you I, are. We're gonna, for sure. We're gonna we're gonna get into a, a topic in a bit. I I was out for a bike ride last uh, last weekend. Tasha did her twelve hour walk. Oh, did she love it? The other day. Um, yeah, well, kind of. She ended up uh, calling it calling it a day after ten hours because, well, she she sunblocked herself up real good before she left. She forgot to throw the sunblock oh. in her backpack, and she was uh, she she had her sunglasses on all day. She came home. She looked like a radioactive raccoon. Oh, um, no. and, and so she oh called it, gosh. called it short a little bit before it got, it got too bad, but I had the day free. So I decided I, I will be alone. What will I do? So I went for a, for a 70 mile bike ride just for the, just for kicks, you know? Um, and I was riding along the beach someplace and there's, it's kind of a fancy beach house area. You know how some people have names for their, their houses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've got the the snuggery here. Um, yes. This one they had. Uh, There's a a life preserver like you'd see on on the SS Minnow, uh, Gilligan yes. and Skipper's boat, or or the love boat. You know the the round life preserver with the name on yeah. it. Uh, yeah. One of those hanging over the uh, over the entrance that that said C S E A, and on the bottom Nile N I E N I L E. Oh, I like it. Ah, there, yeah. I, yeah, I like it. Took me it. a minute, me a minute like, too while I'm like, cuddling huh? by. Like, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so C. Nile, that's a, that's a good house name. I thought that was uh That would that be a good house name for me about. at this point. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So uh, speaking, of, speaking of you, how is the uh, bullet journaling going? Eh, it's morphed in, <laughs> back into my index cards for my day. Oh, oh. So, which so, is kind of how it started. And so, well, I don't think I know about the in, it, it, one index card per day, or do you have multiple index cards per day? Oh, it depends on the day, and uh-huh. it depends on if it's just stuff for me or for other people as well. So, I have like a, just a stack of index cards that usually in the morning I'll sit down and write down the things that I have that I want to do for that day. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's just on my index card. But if it involves like having the kids do this, that, or the other, then they get their own index cards with their lists on them because you, we whoa, wait, wait, you are, assign, we you assign all, people index cards? Well, kind of. Well, we kind of, as I figured out that I need a list or uh -huh. I can't keep track of what I'm supposed to be doing. Sure. Then I was, I, then I realized that, um, Definitely my older daughter, although like not diagnosed, is probably uh, neurodivergent, probably ADHD like the rest of us. So she gets like, you know, she'll just wander away and not on purpose. And I was getting like mad at her. Like I what I told you you had to do this and you went and did something entirely different. And then I realized there were some issues there. Um, but yeah, if I give them a list, they're like, yeah, OK, cool. And then they just do their list and it's well, done. I kind of like that. I yeah. I love my index cards. I, I order them by the bushel. Uh, the show could not could not exist without index cards because each episode gets its own card for when I go to do do the editing and posting and stuff with all all the individual notes. What do you do with your index cards when you're done with them? Oh, usually I lose them throughout the day, and then when I find them several days later, I throw them away. <laughs> uh, well, how do you how do you get the if if you lose them midday? How do you make sure? How do you get your things done? Well, I've usually at that point have finished what's on oh, the list. Oh, okay. So post, and I'm like, okay, one more thing, and then I like put it down wherever I am to go do my last thing. Uh huh. And then I I'm done with my list, so I forget about the list until I come across it, and I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, this is gonna get thrown. So I've talked about this on the show before, but I recommend you get a spiky thing. <gasps> oh, oh, one of those old school, thing. one of those old school office spiky things. Um, I don't know why spiky things were invented. I think maybe to to keep things from blowing away back in the olden days for or, accounting. Yeah. I believe it was. Yeah. So my son-in-law made me this great stainless steel spiky thing, and every time I complete something with an index card, it gets smashed onto the the spiky thing, and that that brings me brings me great joy to to have something be done. And I can add it to the spiky thing. Before I had the spiky thing, I just it was fun to just rip them up because <laughs> that was a that was a done thing. But uh, spiky thing has been been really good. So I just get excited when I find them, and it's not something that I have to like file or place in a specific place. I'm like, oh, cool! I can throw this out. Oh, like, this is done. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. my well. I, see, uh, if I had the spiky thing, I have a feeling that my hand would be in danger because. Well, it's see, that's what makes that that's what makes the spiky thing so good. I got to split. I I I hold it. See, listeners, it's kind of hard to hard to explain this. I hold it with uh, my thumb under the card, my my uh, other four fingers separated mm -hmm. in the card, and I slam it down, hoping the spiky thing will go between <laughs> my separated fingers. Um, and if, if not, <laughs> if not, I've got to uh, I've got to do better next time because I'll have, to, I'll have taught myself a lesson. Um, <laughs> but no, that brings a, a little bit of, of thrill and excitement to my day. So that that's uh, you got enough thrill and excitement in your day already. Well, and I'm thinking like I probably wouldn't even be able to use it because I guarantee you if I had that, like at all points of the day, someone would be, have like kinetic sand on it some kind sure. of slime, some kind of Play-Doh, something else. Like it would never just be available for use. Yeah. Yeah. You got it in the middle of somebody's I'm trying something like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I also like it because it is good. Uh, it's good for any potential uh, zombie attacks. So, so uh, I can, I can zombie, I can, I can, I can brain a zombie with it if I, if I ever need to. Um, Mother's Day is coming up as we record this. You might want to, want to drop a hint that you want a oh, spiky yeah. thing for, a for Mother's thing? Day. 
yeah, that can go on the list of everything else that I get that I never get to use because somebody else is always using it. <laughs> so when we were talking about uh, topics via text the other day, you mentioned that you had uh, made a trip. I, I assume it was you and the family? Yes. To some place, some place or thing called Great Wolf. It's a place. And that was my That's... my oldest daughter's birthday. And that's what she requested for her birthday was a trip there. And she wanted to take her two cousins. Great Wolf. Um, yeah. So I have no idea what a Great Wolf is, but I did come up with a list um, yes. to try to, to try to guess before we because I, I think the Great Wolf ties into into our topic, doesn't it? Okay. Okay. So there, there, listeners, we're already technically now we're talking about Great Wolf. We're already into the topic, but first we yeah. got to figure out what Great Wolf is. Um, is Great Wolf a folk music festival? No, but that would uh, sometimes I think I'd rather, but is Great Wolf a drive through animal habitat park kind of places where you drive through and you can see the, the bison and the wolves and everything in their quote unquote natural habitat. No, I have one of those close to me, but it is not that. Okay. Is Great Wolf a mall? No. Not a mall. <laughs> That's okay. the wrong kid would have asked for that. The younger one, that would have been a good guess. Is Great Wolf a second or third tier Civil War battlefield? No, we also have those close to me. But not oh, hey, not, not, well, no, I, that's why, I mean, look, this stuff isn't, this is this, this stuff on my list is just haphazard. I put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> um, Most people is, just Googled it, but nope. <laughs> is, I got to pass my time somehow. I was, I was messaging, I was messing with somebody the other day. Um. Uh, about a scheduling thing and she's like you're the busy one and i'm like no i'm just i just look busy on the in i make myself look busy on the <laughs> internet I, I really i'm making a list about great wolf right now um is great wolf a giant sculpture of a wolf that you can like walk up inside and has like a gift shop no i was trying to think mm. if they have one but i don't even think they do I one of my one of my greatest moments was uh, we were in I think it was in the outback we were in Australia yeah there's a lot of sheep stuff going on in Australia I oh I guess yeah. sheep in Australia a lot of sheep ranches <laughs> and uh, and and is that why Bluey's a sheepdog I Sorry, don't know I they're very they're very uh, proud of their wool too like the Milano wool that's a thing right oh yeah oh um, Bluey's an he's not a sheepdog never mind he's an Australian cattle dog isn't he or is he a shepherd no he's a blue healer yeah they're used for sheep i was right yeah anyway (laughs) they've got these uh that we were in milano wool area and they were stopped at this one place and there is a two or three story sculpture kind of like stucco on the outside but painted to look like a a milano ram uh, that you could actually walk up inside and look out its eyes, which was delightful. But my favorite oh. part is it had like uh, it had it, there was like a a a six foot long uh, uh, ball sack at the back of this uh, oh. uh, sculpted into the ram. So it was very, very lifelike, very and, lifelike. Um, lots of tourists. For stopped sure. A guy made that stop. Yeah. Lots, For lots sure. of people stopped and t- took uh, took <laughs> pictures of that. So I thought maybe it was some sort of tourist attraction along those lines. 
is Great Wolf a wolf-based theme park with the rides and Tilt-A-Whirls? Almost. Almost. Okay, then I know my number seven is going to be right. Is Great Wolf a water park? It is indeed. Oh, that sounded like a name of a water <laughs> park. That was actually yeah. the third. Wolf's water? Like, what doesn't make sense? <laughs> I was making my list. That was the uh, third thing I wrote down. Um, but I, I I wished it was a battlefield because I thought it would be fun <laughs> if your kids your kids were really into into uh, uh, Civil War cosplay. Um, uh, well, uh, that particular <laughs> child, the older one, she's not so much into the Civil War as she is into the American Revolution. So yeah, all right, all American yeah. girl, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then. She um, she actually just opted to take a course on OutSchool, which is a platform where they just any you know you offer classes, you can take them virtually. She actually just got done taking a French Revolution course because she wanted to. Ooh, did she make a model guillotine or something? Did she she like, Dad, we need to build a guillotine? No, it was well, I don't know. It was like just more informative, but like I was like, oh, did you learn anything cool? She goes, yeah, gruesome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. It, well, she was interested because she was she is very much into the American Revolution. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of, you know, since it tied into France, she was a big fan of Lafayette from the beginning. So she wanted to see, like, well, what went wrong there? And then and I guess she found out. So <laughs> she's in she's in a production of Les Mis right now, too. So she kind of wanted to know. Uh, all the backstory. Listeners, Lafayette, one kick-ass uh, uh, friend of America. The dude's the dude's yeah. like a a successful soldier when he's like eighteen. Uh, yeah. Takes his own ship and his own money, sails to America, uh, and he's like George Washington. I'm here to fucking throw down, bud, and yeah. uh, lifelong friends from from there on. Um, I'm assuming uh, I'm assuming your daughter's a, a pro revolution, pro American revolution. She in fate. I'm sure she oh, she's yeah. some sort of. Yeah. She's some sort of limey sympathizer. Yeah, no, no, never. No. <laughs> you know, like no, no, no. That was um, so. So, what happened at Great Wolf that got you thinking about our actual topic? Now that we're thirteen minutes into the episode of <laughs> kids setting their own limits. Um, this one actually came from my own kids. You know, for how much time I spend about thinking about other kids. Um, I we were actually in the wave pool, and I am a nervous Nelly. And it was just me and my my younger daughter who can swim, but she's not a terribly strong swimmer. Sure. And I, you know, said she didn't have to have her life jacket on this time. And she ran into the wave pool. So like I'm I'm falling behind her and she's kind of getting out there. And I'm, you know, I'm about ready to tell her, hey, 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 wait for me or, you know, run, me run faster to get closer to her. And then as I'm watching her before I can even do anything, she gets out. She kind of I see her kind of, you know taken her surroundings where she's at and on her own she just backed up a little bit and I was like I didn't really need to set that limit because when I gave her the opportunity she realized where her abilities were and she just yeah backed up a little shallower and it's it's something that I like preach to people all the time and I'm always advocating for people to do but here I was in this water park ready to just set that limit for her like that's a little too far maybe it, but she just stopped and then I kind of just said, okay, well, let me just watch from here and see where she goes. I mean, it's, there's lifeguards everywhere. Like sure. it wasn't like an unsafe thing. 
but then I watched her like you know back go a little shallower and get used to it there and then I watched her just go you know a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper as she was comfortable and then once she was there deep I'm like oh I wonder how long that's gonna last like I could I it was like it was almost as if my questions are being answered in real time. <laughs> she was then she was in like the deep, deep section for a while. And I think she was getting tired. So she just kind of rode a wave into the shallower part and then hung out there. And I was like, and then it just got me thinking like, where else am I setting limits that I shouldn't be ah. or predetermining these limits? And then like today they wanted to walk to the convenience store. Um, usually my niece goes with them and she's 15. So it's chicken. Yes. Yes. Hey, 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 chicken, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> glad you're glad you're listening. I got questions about chicken. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. Um, so so chicken and the girls, do the girls want to take chicken to the convenience store or they want to go without chicken? She was um, she was resting like she's got a, you know, a night tonight. So I told her to go. So they were like, well, can we just go? And I've never mm -hmm. sent just the two of them. The older one, yes, has gone like with another friend or whatever. But the two, I've never sent just the two of them. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you just froze. That wasn't a, that wasn't a dramatic pause, listeners. Carol froze. We're waiting to see if she unfreezes. She might not know she's frozen. She might just they be, got back. Uh, hey, you're, you're, you froze right before, but right before we found out if they got to go to the store. Oh, oh you froze you. again. There you are. Oh, there. Oh, uh, oh, there you. Okay. Um. So you froze right before you started telling the story about that. We don't even know if they they got to go. Did they make it? We don't even know if they got to go yet. They got to go. I let them go. I said, okay. You know, they took their phones, and I, my husband actually called, and I was like, well, I sent them to the store on their own, and I hope that was a good idea. Like it was a good idea. But as I was on the phone, I could hear them laughing around the corner. They were like already <laughs> back. <laughs> they were back with a bag full and they got goodies for everybody. They got everybody what they liked. And I was like, oh, okay. So how hard was that for you as a as a nervous Nelly mama bear? Uh, probably harder than it should have been. <laughs> like sure. it's a very safe neighborhood. It's not that far away. Um. But, you know, I, I'm constantly in my head like, well, they're kids. They don't they don't really know what could happen. But they do know what could happen because we've talked about what could happen. And it's yeah. And I think we're at the point now where they've, you know, this unschooling lifestyle, they've been given enough freedom that they tell me like there have been times when they tell me that they're not comfortable doing something. Oh, Carol just froze again, listeners. Um and look, look, listeners, in this situation, we don't know. We don't know if uh, my audio is coming through in the recording and Carol's isn't, or if Carol's audio is coming through oh. in the corner and mine isn't, or if no audio is coming through, or or if both of it is, it's just a jumbled mess. So, uh, so that's why Jeff has a a timer going so he can he can check those things out. Um, hey, they, 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 last I heard from you is they, they are doing this self-assessment. Sometimes they're not comfortable with things. Yeah. Like if we're. Oh, you just froze again. Yep. 18 minute. Test. 
Yeah, you want to, oh, now your eyeballs are fluttering just a little bit. It's very creepy. <laughs> um, uh, Hold on. It's the witching hour, apparently. So I'll, you, you think you're good? We'll I out. don't know. I'm going to try and switch it to my personal. Okay, I'm going to talk about what we've been talking about for a minute because because they're setting their own limits. Think one thing when it comes to, to to risks and trying new things, kids are are curious, but they're not suicidal. We're we're wired for self preservation, and so um, because of that, children from very early ages are tend to be very good at at knowing what their what their le what their comfort level is what their ability level is and so if you are a little bit older and you're in the wave pool you kind of know when to back up a bit if you're I, I mean i was talking about this in a training uh just last night they they've done these i can't remember the name of the researchers but they've done these these experiments with with like uh mobile infants and crawlers well they'll put them on on a on a platform with a with a fake edge so it's an optical illusion that there looks like there's a ledge there and the little ones will go up to the edge but not over the edge because going over the edge means you fall and we're wired for that that self-preservation and so whether you're playing in the wave pool or you're a toddler on the kitchen table or you are a three and a half year old wanting to jump off a, a big rock or a picnic table or something while you're playing, the ground is lava. Um, there's this there's this innate wiring for self-preservation. Now, listeners, to make this a little bit more exciting for you, Carol has just disappeared from the Zoom recording. Will she return? Uh, we don't know. We're gonna, I'm gonna make another note here in my, my notes, 21 minutes um and then i'm going to pause to see if carol comes back all right listeners uh carol got kicked off the zoom uh then she texted me that uh, she got kicked off the zoom and uh then she uh and that she was going to reset her router and uh and then her location popped up on the Zoom again, but without Carol, just her background was there. Uh, her living room, her her rumpus room, her den. I don't know exactly where she was recording from. And then she disappeared again. Uh, this is very exciting. I, I hope it's not some sort of zombie alien space creature attack. I'm... Uh, uh, oh, oh, now her room is back. I can see it. There's a shelf. Uh, there seem to be a couple of things on the shelf. I can see the tops of what I believe are pillows, uh, but no Carol. So we're gonna we're gonna see if she shows up again. This is this is scintillating pod, isn't it? Hey, listeners, um, thanks for hanging in with me through through this. We'll we'll be through this bit of the pod back in a moment um in fact you might not even hear this part i might completely edit this part out because i mean who the fuck wants to listen to that but uh maybe maybe not um bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, ba -dum, bum. 
do do diddly da 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 dee da dee dee dee. Ba li ba 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 li ba 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 li ba dee da da. Ba ba da ba 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 dee ba 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 dee ba 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 dee ba 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 Listeners, Carol has returned. Um, <clears throat> so sorry. It, no, it was very exciting. You disappeared, and then and then your, your <laughs> screen came back on, and then it disappeared again, and then it came back on. And, and I talked to the listeners <laughs> about your shelf and your apparently pillow, and uh, and then, uh, and then here we are again. Um, so kids setting their own limits, a good thing? Is that what we're saying? I think so. Um, but I- and you know, it got me thinking too about how many of my own limits I'm unaware of. Ah, because I was, you know, I thought I'm like, well, we're always giving kids their limits. I was always given my limits. You know, you can do this, you can do that. This is too much for you. This is, you know, not enough. You sure. should do more. I'm like, well, no wonder I'm so screwed up as an adult. Like I've never, like, I've never been given that opportunity to just figure it out. Y- yeah, and. And so in early learning environments, I, I mean, that at, at home, that's one thing. Um, I mean, our kids, about the time they turned five, we would let them go across the street and around the block across the street from us because it was less hilly and it was it was where most of their friends uh, were in that direction and that kind of stuff. And very uncomfortable for, for me and Tasha the first couple times it happened. But then they get used to it and then they're able to take their bikes across the street and ride around yeah. the block and, 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 and then it goes and goes from there. But, but as, as a, as a parent, that can be really hard. And then it's, it, it's probably even more difficult in an early learning setting because ultimately those are not your children and right. there are, there are liability issues and those kind of things. And so a lot of, a lot of early learning programs opt for setting really strict and stringent limits as a way of avoiding being sued or yelled at or whatever. And yeah. it, it it is to the detriment of, of kids probably. Yeah. And which, I mean, is like kind of understandable, but I think there are plenty of ways throughout the day that you can and, and not everything has to be physical and not everything limits aren't just like, can you physically do this? Limits aren't just, well, you can go where I can't see you. Like, obviously those are the ones that come to mind. But I mean, as far as the kid, like setting a limit for when he's done that day. Sure. Like I am, I have peopled enough. Like yeah. I want like, well, no, just come and play this game with us. You know, well, we're, let's do this. It'll be fun. Like, clearly the kid has found his limit and we're trying to tell them, well, who cares? <laughs> Tough, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you would anyway, or, you know, or sometimes, you know, we set a limit that's like, well, why don't you just play with this for now? And then you can do this later. Like, you know, something that you, we think is easier for them to do, not necessarily that they would be hurt by it, but we think like maybe cognitively or academically or however you want to put it, that they're not able to do that. Like, oh, well, that one's a little too hard for you. Why don't you try this one? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and, and why not let them decide that it's too hard and they want to try something easier? Yeah, yeah. It, it, 
there are a, a lot of limits are, I mean, what's the social emotional, I guess, is probably the best way to describe them or, yeah. or interoceptive. They're, they're, they're just kind of that, that interior feeling of, ah, I'm not into that. I'm done with that. I can't handle any more of that. It's time to stop doing that, whatever it is. Um, and, and, and look, the more practice, theoretically, the more practice kids get at knowing, setting, determining their own limits and being trusted with that when they're when they're young, the more skilled they're going to be at it when they get older. They're going to have more experience knowing what their limit is and what they're capable of and what they're comfortable with. And that's that's probably good good practice for for being being an adult. Um I mean not always, but well I think like it speaks to like mental health. Like instead of, I, I, I was told I, I should do this, but I can't do this. There's something wrong with me. Having them as an adult be like, oh, you know what? That's not really in my realm of things that I'm comfortable doing. Yeah. So, you know, so they don't take it personally. It's not a personal hit. I mean, because so many times, like when I can't do things that other people, or I'm told that I, well, you should be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. Yeah. So, but I think, and I think a lot of people are like, well, there are things in life that you're just going to have to do whether or not you're comfortable. And it's like, that's true. But especially going forward in the future, like we don't know what jobs are going to be out there. We Mm -hmm. don't, we don't know what that's going to look like and how many people are in jobs that they absolutely hate or that they're not good at or, you know, or something along those lines because somebody told them they should. Like, I think a lot of like, what if, we prepare kids to steer their own lives in that direction. Like I know people who have, who are very anxious people who ended up working in very stressful situations. Like, how did they, like, and I'm just looking at them, like, how did you not understand that that was way past your limit? Like, yeah, that's, you, that's... you could have done so many other things, but you <laughs> chose that. Like that you, you chose you chose to give yourself a panic attack uh, yes. every every day three and, times, and then a day. take it out on everybody else. So thanks sure. so much for that decision. <laughs> but it's like, but again, people like kids are never allowed to find their own limits. They're just told where they should be. Yeah, yeah, and and another problem of being as an adult being too overbearing when it comes to limits is it invites rebellion. Um, in, in some folks, um, I was, I was one of those kids. You tell me that's my limit. Fuck that. Watch this. Um, and, and so I've, I've got a bit of that and and I, and I've still, I mean that, I think that really came out in me like around sixth or seventh grade and has probably stuck with me ever since I was talking, (laughs) um, last week I recorded with Sam in an episode that probably is going to air after this one, but, um, since I got, I got the kayak, right. And I've become a happy kayak boy and, and I I've been mostly, you know, I can go about a quarter mile. It's a little over a quarter of a mile before the water starts getting deep. And I mean, by deep, I mean, over my head because, uh, uh, Jeff, uh, doesn't know how to really swim. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. yeah. And so I'm, I'm, but I, I got, I'm very comfortable in the not so deep water. So comfortable that I, I decided to start going out deeper. And, and so I've, I've paddled out, uh, about two and a half miles and it's deep out there. And, but the, the only problem with that is I haven't gotten around to getting a, a, a personal flotation device yet. Um, but 
I'm comfortable enough in the stability of my craft and the the types of weather I go out in to realize that it, it it's probably I'm not probably taking as big a risk as it might sound like because um it's not it, it's very unlikely a a hurricane is going to roll in unexpectedly <laughs> for for example and and topple me or or I'm going to be overrun by by pirates on jet skis that are going to tip me over or something. I know but, that you're really hoping. I know really when it comes down, you're hoping for that. But Which is why I've always got a a, a cutlass between my teeth ready for a, for, for, for a sword fight. Um, but, but so I, I, that's, that's kind of a little bit of, of residual rebelliousness from my childhood uh, is probably the reason that I'm I'm doing that because uh, yeah and this is something that I was even like watching then like after my own kids like I was kind of like watching everybody else because it's like kids are so fun at water parks like if you just like sit like oh, kind of sure. like a, you know not being a creeper but just like watching all the kids you know like they're hilarious but mm -hmm. I'm like watching how certain and I, there's a couple parents who were like right on top of their kids like no no you know and I was watching because it really did seem like those kids were going in either two separate directions. You had the kids whose parents were like, okay, here, here, here. And then the second they were like by themselves for a second, immediate tears and meltdown. Yeah. Like they were just like panicking at every turn then. Because I don't know how and to be by were, myself. Yeah. And then there were the runner kids that were like the second, like that limit, like somebody wasn't like on top of them for it or setting it away. They, they were gone. You know, I see the parents come back, you know, running. It was like, like none of them are. And meanwhile, the parents who are sitting back and their kids are like here, there, or wherever, the kids were setting their own limits and they were coming back and checking in. And when the parents said, okay, we're going to go over there, they just went, you know, because they had been given their time, first of all. Yeah. They didn't feel like their time was dominated by somebody else's agenda. And it was just funny to watch that, like, really like the helicopter parents, like those kids were either running or melting down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 this trusting them to set those limits is something adults can start with at probably a, a much younger age than some adults are comfortable with. I I've I've seen people do this um with toddlers. Um I, I saw it at the at the beach a couple of weeks ago. The the tide was out, and uh that means for for like I I don't know a not whatever half a quarter an eighth of a mile half a quarter of a mile will be an eighth of, eighth of a mile right um sure. and so 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 for yeah. for from where where the sand is dry to where there's more than two inches of water is probably an eighth of a mile and other than that it's just puddles and sandbars and and, yeah. and wet sand and and i've seen parents at the beach with with kids who can barely walk just letting them go um, because look, we're at sea level. There's not a lot of hills. There's not a lot of things to, to distract their, their view of the child. And if, if they start, if they start running towards the deep water, um, yeah. it's, it's very quick for an adult to take a, a couple steps and get to them before they're at any risk. Yeah. Um, and, they look and, like they're going real fast, but oh, they, sure. really and, not. And they <laughs> look like they're going fast and it looks like they're going far, but they would have to go another quarter of a mile before the water got, got over their knees. And, yeah. and, and so, but then you contrast to that parent, those parents in, in that same situation, I've seen parents with, with eight and 10 year olds 
who who wouldn't let them venture off like that yeah um and so if you start building that that ability to go off on their own and and because when 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 that happens i remember this with uh with our kids when they were that around that toddler age on playground we go to the playground and they they do this look over the shoulder checking in kind of thing yeah. are you still there you got my back you keep yeah. an eye on spot me? check like okay. yeah yeah and and so again i want to be adventurous but i also want to be safe and secure and so most kids are are wired with that um the only problem is for um you you find yourself working or parenting that kid sometime that kid who 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 doesn't have that that throttle and they are at full speed and they don't know that they have any limits yeah. um and and those kids can be a special kind of challenge for for whatever I mean, there, there's all kinds of reasons kids kids have that or lack that um, ability to to self-assess, but uh, that can be a real challenge when you run into a child that that lacks it. Yeah, that's that's that executive functioning that for some kids is yeah, just yeah. not completely online. And a lot of people are like, well, they do this. And I'm like, well, how many little things can they do that you can do hands off? Um and I always tell people like executive functioning skills are, are no different than any other skill. And that when you are like, they I'm like lost for words now, like to work on it, to get better at it, the ideal situation is their preferred activity and their sure. preferred environment. So you can do all these things they say online helps with executive functioning, but if the kid didn't pick that, he's not working on his executive functioning. He's working on ignoring you. He, you know, that's just the way it is. Like, you know, my older one, there's possibly I'm, I would notice like there's an auditory, like I said, maybe an ADHD thing, but it's like an executive functioning thing too. And for, to watch um, just Lego set after Lego set being built, like following the directions. And, you know, as a mom, and especially as like a homeschooling mom, you're always like, oh, should I be making them do something else? <laughs> like this has been going on for a while now. <laughs> but lo and behold, later on, you find that they can follow other directions better now mm -hmm. from that one thing. So it's kind of like scaling it back and like, OK, where can we let it rip that they'll they'll have just enough of a natural consequence or get just enough practice to kind of build that skill and then be able to work it out from there but a lot of kids don't get that when when they find a kid that's like that that's like full throttle life they just limit them more and they yeah. direct them more which that means that that's yeah and then that skill set is not going to grow yeah and and so for 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 all kids but maybe especially for those full throttle kids i would argue that that bumps bruises scratches and scrapes are are good teachers Yes. Um, they, they, they are real world, um, references to where those limits might be. Oh, I'm not as agile as I thought I was. Oh, this surface is harder than I thought it was. Maybe I need to slow down. Um, but there's, there's also an emotional side of that. Um, uh, we were at a, a, artsy craftsy fair and 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 one of our little communities a, a couple of weeks ago and there were some kids that were were allowed to kind of go off and explore a little bit and i and i observed one who 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 lost track of mom and dad is what she did she got a little bit too far away and there's lots of people around and and she's short and for a moment um 
she panicked. You, I, you see, saw this. I saw this look of, yeah. of just sheer panic go over her face. Now, mom and dad could totally see her, and they allowed her to have that little oh. moment of panic oh. before giving her a hey, hey, Cassie, we're over here, whatever her name was, and and and, and give her back because that that is that that is that real world feedback um, that that's oh maybe I need to pay more attention to where my to where my my crew is when I'm when I'm out exploring the world. We were at the um, the playground again yesterday for our like meetup and there was a kid and I didn't even see him because my back was to him. I was just chit chatting with my mom friends and they're like, oh where is that kid's person? And I'm like, what kid? And they're like, that kid, he's climbing up the outside of the slide, like one of those tube slides. Yeah. And I was like, mm. you know, for me, I'm like, I'm not gonna stop him. He's like, yeah, but he could fall. I said, he could, but he looks like he stopped. They're like, yeah, well, his friend scaled the whole thing to the top, but he's stuck there. And I was like, and that was like, it was, you know, because I had just been thinking about it. And I was like, well, there, he found his limit. He yeah. found it and he stopped. And I, and I just for like, maybe like a minute or two, just like watch what he was going to do. And he had that like slight panicked look on his face. Mm -hmm. Like I've gone possibly farther than I really could go. But then he, he got himself down. Like I was just watching to make sure like, had he started having a meltdown, I, you know, I would have went over, but, and just kind of like talked him down. Sure. But, but he just had his moment of panic and then crawled back down the other way. He didn't make it to the top. I was like, it's not going to hurt yeah. anybody else doing that, you know? Yeah. He, and he yeah, found I, I, his I, limit and he probably won't be, maybe he will He'll try a little more next time. And I hope he does, but. I, I, I am sure I, like, well, I am sure that I will have that moment in the kayak where I realize, oh, I better order that life preserver. I better I better stop being so picky um, and, and just settle on one. Um, but but yeah, so those those moments of discomfort, whether whether it's emotional discomfort or or a physical discomfort of a, of a scrape or scratch um, are, are good, good real world indicators of when you might be bumping up against against your limits. Um, so how did, when you, when you told, uh, hubby that the, uh, the girls were off at the, the store by themselves, how did, how did he respond? What was his? Okay. <laughs> she like, yeah, uh, I mean, six months, a year ago, they could have done that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cause he, this is the kind of stuff he does all the time. He just does it and doesn't tell me because he knows I get nervous. And then I come back and he's like, oh, and they're like, oh yeah, daddy lets us do that all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Which, in all honesty, is the purpose of a dad. <laughs> like, well, well, sure. That yeah. is a dad's purpose. Like, yeah, every so I mean... often, I need to reel him in a little bit. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe that wasn't the best idea. And it's well, funny, it... because then they'll get mad at him, though. Because they know, they're like, you should have known we didn't know any better. <laughs> it's, always, it's always dad's fault. Poor dad. Any, any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? I would just say be cautious too of thinking that a limit is a per like a permanent limit. Sure. Like if you let a kid find their limit and it's like, well, I think they can go further, fine. But the more you let them find their limits, they will find their own ways beyond them. Yeah. Yeah. And if it if and, it's a surmountable one, they will. Yeah. And and individuals tend to be better at knowing their limits than some outside governing force, whether yeah. it is a parent or a government a regulatory um this has been the child care this has been the child care bar and girl the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast 
with the words bar and grill in the title. We're going to be back soon with another episode. The next time uh, Carol and I are together, uh, we're going to talk about discipline policies. And uh, Carol, I found out that there are programs. Time Out is being rebranded. I've been collecting names I've heard for oh, yeah. for rebranding Time Out. I want to go over some of those with you. Listeners, thanks for listening. You can hit us up at the voice or text line at 228-363-6737. I've got some voicemails in the hopper that I need to get to um, uh, coming up here in, in some future episodes. I've been too lazy to get to it. Um, <laughs> apologize for that Back you found soon. your limit bye-bye <laughs> bye this has been an explorations early learning upstairs studio production oh